everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. everyone. Thank you for coming back and listening to another episode of the That Lux Life podcast. Today, I have a great guest with me. We have Ashley from the Style Haven. And before I take away her thunder, I'm going to let her introduce herself and share, you know, what her blog's about, what she shares on social media. And then we're going to be talking a little bit about fashion today, maybe leaving them some motherhood. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. I am Ashley from the Style Haven blog. My blog is basically that. It's a safe haven for style. Um, I touch upon fashion, a little bit of beauty, and of course, motherhood trickles in because I am a mom of four beautiful little boys. Perfect, perfect. So, I mean, Ashley, as we kind of talked about before, before we we started all of this, um, one of the things on That Lux Life is we talk about luxury, and defining it for ourselves. So of course, everyone has different definitions. We're trying to redefine that and claim it as our own. So when you think about your fashion and your style, how do you define luxury when it comes to fashion in your personal experience? So my definition of luxury and beauty and style stems simply from feelings. Um, It's a feeling of pure euphoria, excitement, over certain pieces and products. When you look in the mirror or when I look in the mirror, I wanna feel beautiful, I wanna feel powerful. And that's regardless of the price tag. And it's kind of that look good, feel good. So that's really, that's it. Okay, so kind of stemming off of that and keep going into it, like what what made you come to that definition? How did you you create it? Because some people, you know, have certain experiences, just certain shopping experiences, life experience. What made you come to that definition yourself? Well, I think it has to definitely do with growing up. I had four older brothers, so I was a little bit of a tomboy. And then getting into high school, I my high school was like a fashion show. But also, um, going back to luxury brands, you know, we couldn't really afford luxury brands. So I kind of had to work with what I had and I still felt great about it. Like I still felt great. Maybe I wasn't, you know, wearing these luxury brands, but I would look in the mirror and I, I would put different pieces together and I would just feel good about it. That's great. That's great. I I definitely agree. I think one of the things I even put in my own definition is that I want to feel great. I want to feel comfortable Um, because obviously if you're not like showing that you feel great, the outfit's not going to do anything. It's just going to look like it's hanging, hanging off of you. Absolutely. So the pieces you have, so I'm sure, you know, on the style Haven, you're, you're showing different looks. So when you're thinking about your, your Lux brands, uh, what, what brands are your favorite currently? Okay. So what I love to do, and I think people who read my blog and follow my Instagram know this, I love mixing pieces. Now I love mixing higher end pieces with, you know, like for example, a $5 Target t-shirt that is one of my favorites, 
with a pair of, you know, AG jeans, you know, and, and just sneakers, I think mixing high end with not so high end clothing, you know, is something that I like to do. Um, I also, I think that we have this perception that we have to wear, you know, higher end things in order to achieve a certain look. And that's just not the case. And I, you know, all my clothing is, is not, my clothing is not designer per se. I mean, I love shopping at places. Abercrombie is one of my absolute favorites. I feel like they have grown with their, their audience because Abercrombie was what I wore in high school. And now, you know, as an adult woman of 35, I can shop there still. And it's, it's, it's fantastic. But one of my luxurious pieces, I have to say, is a Chanel bag. It's something I always dreamed about having. I never thought it was attainable when I was 16 or 17 or even 20 years old. So, you know, that's something I covet, but I still mix that Chanel bag, you know, with my Abercrombie clothes and it feels good. I mean, yeah, great. Like that's, I mean, I, I'm the same way with Abercrombie. I feel like one of my best friends, I was talking to her the other day and she was like, you just went shopping. Where'd you go? I said, Abercrombie had to go get jeans. And she's like, you mean what we were wearing in high school? I was like, it's completely different. They're changing with the times. They step with, you know, who their core shoppers were. I'm like, it's great. I don't feel like I'm too young. I think that's been like a thing in pieces is people are like, you're dressing too young with these brands. And, and that's, that's not a thing. And then the mixing and matching, I think that's a great thing. One big thing a lot of people are talking about is, you know, wearing items from Target, Amazon, so on and so forth, but then pairing it with, I guess you would say those splurge worthy, um, those pieces, which as you were saying is your Chanel bag. So kind of, mm -hmm. can you talk about that a little more? Like what pieces do you kind of think like, you know, this is the piece I'm going to splurge on. This is the piece I'm going to invest in versus I'm going to let this just kind of create this, maybe get this graphic tee that Gucci may be selling for $500, but you know, Target has one for, for 10 and I can still create the same look. So what are those, those pieces where you go, yes, I'm gonna splurge on this and this is why. So I'm glad you brought that up because I've kind of taught myself this golden rule that I have to follow. I'm not gonna splurge on any piece of clothing or a bag unless I could think of at least like five different ways to wear it because I may love it now and then, you know, love it for an event or something, but I'm not going to wear it again. And then I've splurged and it's like, you're getting buyer's remorse and so on and so forth. So I, again, like Gucci comes out with these graphic tees and they're wonderful and they're beautiful, but I have so many from Target or Urban Outfitters, you know, that you could style just as well. And you can get, you know, six of them for the price of, of one, you know? So I think that's another thing. Like there's so many brands now that are kind of piggybacking off of the style of the higher end brands. So luxury is really attainable to everyone now. I agree. I definitely agree. I think, and I, I even agree on the, the buyer's remorse. There's like, I feel like it's not luxurious when you buy something and it's like this high end brand and then you get home and you feel so much anxiety about it. You're like, I can't deal with this. I need to go take it back. Someone's going to look at me. Oh my gosh, I could have bought all of this stuff. Now I can't pay my bills. Like that's not, that's not luxury. That's not a luxurious thing. Oh. And no one wants, no one wants to feel that. So yeah. kind, of that, kind of branching off of this a little bit, but kind of following that streamline, you've also touched about that you share beauty. Now fashion and beauty pair hand in hand. I mean, we put outfits on, but if our face isn't looking like we want it to, or our hair is not done, I mean, the outfit's not doing anything. 
So I think even talking about that, what, how would you define beauty as luxurious? Like what, what is luxurious about beauty to you? Cause some people say, you know, I need to create these immaculate looks and use skincare products that are, it's a cleanser for like $80, which if you want to do that, happy, happy to, but I'm more of the cleanser that's like 20. It still does the same thing. So how would you, how would you define luxury as it stems to beauty? So I feel I, me personally, I'm trying to cut corners as much as possible, especially with beauty as in makeup wise, um, as with skincare, because quite simply, like, I don't have the time as I, four kids don't have the time. Um, and I also once spoke to someone and they told me, you know, a brand that makes handbags is should be making handbags. They, you should be getting the handbags from them, not your facial products. And that kind of like, that kind of really spoke to me because it's like, was I just buying like cream from this brand because they were considered high end? And am I even looking into ingredients? So that's, I'm looking into ingredients now. So more I'm looking into natural ingredients, definitely don't want to pay a lot of money for skincare. And I feel like you don't have to because Target even has like, I like this brand called Versed, which my 19 year old niece, you know, actually told me about. It's a clean beauty brand. Everything is so affordable and it works well. So I think most people now they don't now, well, most people don't realize that clean beauty and luxurious beauty is attainable through, you know, and you don't have to spend so much money for it. Right. Yeah. Cause I even think like some people go into, you know, like anybody, I love going into Sephora, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous because you go to these, these people who are working there and you tell them what you want and they take you in this section and you're looking at brands like not to knock them, but Tatcha. And you're looking at the cleanser and you're like, this cleanser is $70. What, what is it doing? Like, is it taking away all the fine lines on my face? First, first thing, like what is, what is happening? But then like, if you go to Hover Girl is big on clean beauty right now. And they're in, they're in Target, they're in CVS and they are very attainable and it does, it does the same thing. Um, so it's, it's, it's crazy what people are doing out there. So you mentioned kind of the one brand, you said just Verse, Verse, am I saying it correctly? Yes, yes. What are some other, other brands that you are go-tos for maybe your skincare as well as your makeup? Cause all, everyone's out there shopping going, you know, where can I get these? What are they? What should I be looking for where I'm still getting that attainable luxury, but not paying that, that high end? Yeah. Tula. I love Tula. I mean, I know Tula is like big with influencers and big, and I was actually, I was influenced by it through, I don't know who, one of the influencers I follow online. And you know what I do? I, I want them to give me advice. Like, that's like, I want, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I trust them. You should trust, like, you know, trust us, trust your, our opinions because we're sitting here trying these things, but Tula, I love it. I mean, it just smells clean. Like their cleanser is such a go-to for me. I love their moisturizer. Um, the brand that I use for eye cream, it's, I'm going to butcher it. It's Ole Hendrickson. He is a little more, <laughs> Sorry, oh, um, but he he is a little more on the pricier side, but it's it works. Like I am willing to splurge if something works. Like you know what I mean. It's called the Banana Bright Eye Cream, um, and I have dark circles. I think just inherently, I think my dad has them, so like I have them, and 
So this really helps brighten my eyes. So that I definitely love. For makeup, I don't really wear a ton of makeup. I actually kind of, I like to cut corners, like I said. So I like microblading eyebrows. I think that is huge. It cuts a step. You do not have to do anything to your eyebrows after that. And then I just recently had my eyes, um, my eyelashes lift it and tint it. And that lasts for eight weeks. So you're cutting mascara and you're cutting, um, having to like fill in your eyebrows out of your beauty routine right off the bat. So, I mean, and then I just do a tinted moisturizer and I'm very, I mean, I'm loyal to, loyal to Laura Mercier. Like I've been, I feel like if it's not broke, you know, why fix it? Right. Right. Um, um, the funny thing is I'm right there with you. The only reason like I used to do my, I get my lashes done semi-permanent and then I got rid of it just because we decided to start saving for a house. So I just kind of pivoted. But mm -hmm. I feel like I agree. Those, the services are also a luxe thing. It's like, it's kind of one of those things where you're not, you're investing, but you're not having to go out and buy all the rest of these, these products and kind of just keep doing it over and over again. And I'm, I, I will, I will agree. The Laura Mercier tinted moisturizer. I use that for their primer. I use their tinted yeah. moisturizer um, when I'm just kind of going out for a day-to-day -day look. And then maybe I'll throw in some NARS foundation. Um, that's yeah. the splurge makeup as far as I'll go. Yeah, um, just when I'm trying to create like a, a full full face and but now you know now that we're in a pandemic that's it that's I'm it. only seeing your eyes at this point so that's, that's it. it so I had to get the lashes curled I mean people can this is what people see exactly exactly my husband got me the one day because he was like why are you doing your like your lipstick and I'm like you have a point there. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. I'll do it just to like walk around the house sometimes. Like we did New Year's Eve in, obviously. And I just, you know, I put on like hourglass, like an hourglass, like lipstick. And I was, my husband's like, why? I'm like, because it's been a while. <laughs> but it goes back to your point of it makes you feel good. Like, exactly. That's the luxury part of it. Like you sometimes got to do it to make yourself feel good and feel luxurious. A hundred percent. Yes. Yes. I think even the one thing you, you mentioned that, you know, you have children. Um, and as, as a new mother myself, I'm like, I, there's things I have to do. I had to kind of change my wardrobe when it came to luxury. Cause of course those splurge worthy moments, they start to dwindle a little bit more when you have children. Cause children, children aren't cheap. Nope. <laughs> um, like I would kind of with that, with being a mother, you know, you're a lot more active you have a little bit more expensive. I mean, I'm just, just going to put that out there. Kids, kids, they cost money. So like, how did your style and beauty choices and splurge worthy choices change when you became a mom? And then even as you, you had multi, more children. Well, my style has evolved tremendously since having children. Um, number one, like comfort chic is literally what I go, go to like every day. Like that's my, like, but I like pairing joggers with a blazer or a feminine blouse. So that I still like to keep a piece of myself because that's how I liked to dress, you know, before I had children, but now I have to chase after children. So I, you know, sneakers have replaced heels. And when I'm also buying something, I'm, children have literally made me more responsible <laughs> with a, I have to, you know, be responsible for them, but also responsible with my spending. Like before I had kids, it was kind of, you know, got paid kind of not thinking, thinking about what I was purchasing, but then 
not in a way. And now I'm like, ooh, or when you go out, you're, you find yourself buying for your children, which is wonderful. You know, you find yourself go, going gravitating towards the kids section, which, you know, so now I have to be careful with that because I'm like, oh, wait, now I keep buying my kids stuff. And, you know, they're not going to, who knows? You know, I think my first son had so many pairs of shoes and he couldn't even walk yet. And then my fourth, we were in the shopping cart and I'm like, oh my God, you don't even have shoes. Like, cause number one, he was born during a pandemic. He was born on March 13th last year. So it's like, we weren't going anywhere. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, you started walking. You don't even have shoes. So that kind of changes as well, because you realize, okay, he doesn't need, he's one years old. He doesn't need seven pairs of shoes because his feet are going to grow. And he doesn't even like wearing, they don't, they don't like wearing shoes at that age anyway. <laughs> so. No, no. And yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, with, I'm even with you on that one. I go into, I went into Old Navy the other day had fully intended on just getting some plain tank tops and flip-flops mm -hmm. out of flip-flops, you know, old Navy, flip -flops. those $2 flip-flops, yep. they look the same like everyone else's flip-flops. Mm -hmm. so my feet are luxuriously breathing. Yep. Uh, but the first thing after I look at the flip-flops, I peeked over at the, uh, the toddler section. And next thing you know, I had all these clothes in there in my hands. And I was like, I need to go put these back. Where am I going? It's out of control. Like, yes. I, what just happened here? You find yourself spending so much more money on your children yeah. than than you actually do yourself, and you're just like, my closet has nothing I need anymore. Yeah, my children have all sorts of clothes, and then, you know, the funny thing is, I always talk about my sister. You know, my sister is is the oldest, and so she was a she had her first child, and there were just all of these clothes. Like my niece is now, she'll be 13, so she's getting there. Mm -hmm. but, um, my sister at the end, after the first year, she looked up and went, there are a bunch of clothes that still have tags on them because I went crazy and never actually had them, them wear things. And then I think brands are catching on to that though. Like they know parents, especially the mommy and me looks. Yeah. You get all these clothes and they end up being really expensive. I told myself the other day, I said, it's a great thing I had a son because if I had a girl with all those mommy and me boutiques, my husband's like, that's it. We'd be in trouble. I have four boys. I think if I had a, if I had a girl, my husband's like, all right, so have to take out another mortgage, have to do this. I'm like, yes, you would. Because the, the women's dresses themselves are like $89. I know. And then like the little girl's dress, which is going to wear for like three months is like 40. And next thing you know, for one outfit, you've now spent over a hundred dollars. Yep. Mm -hmm. kind of I, I said, I'm like, if that happened to me, I would do it because I'm like, that, that's a moment I can't get back. So maybe yeah. it's a luxury part of that, but mm -hmm. You know, that's going down a whole nother rabbit hole. Uh-oh, here we go. Yes. <laughs> but kind of like the last question I think I really want to talk about, of course, you know, where we're transitioning into spring, um, you know, places, depending on who people are, they're either it's getting warmer for them and it was already warm or it's now going from cold to warm. So what are some, I guess, trends you would say they're kind of luxe trends that make you look luxurious, but you're not spending like a whole bunch of money that like you really like during the spring season or that you're seeing coming out that you're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to try this trend. Like what trends are you seeing? So I love cutout tops. I think they're so playful. I think they give, you know, a peak of skin to kind of, it's a little sexy, but also a little mysterious and you could pair them with anything. I mean, you could do the mom jeans, skinny jeans, shorts. Um, I love that. I mean, I, I love the, I like, love the little matching top, the crop tops with the matching 
light sweaters. It's kind of giving me clueless vibes. Um, I love that so much. I'm into um, the color marigold. So I really love that color. Um, and beiges in the neutral tones um, and gold jewelry, a hundred percent. Like this is what I'm going for. I've always kind of been my own, like do I've done my own thing. So, I mean, I do look for trends in a way, but if I like it and it, and I gravitate toward it, towards it, I'm wearing it. Like there's some, like, you know what I mean? Like there's not a trend that I won't try, but I always like to kind of put my little twists on it. I mean, that's, I mean, those are great tips. I mean, everyone's always trying to figure out, you know, what, what are we going to wear? What should I style? What are we looking for? And of course, you know, we're going to tell everybody, you know, go to the style Haven and, you know, find out some, some great tips and, you know, see, see what Ashley's doing with styling. Like everyone, like I said, you look for inspiration someplace so that you can know, know where you're going. So I'm going to tell everybody, you know, go there. You're looking for it. She's going to be styling this all spring into the summer. So if you need some inspiration, go there. But I think, you know, we've talked about a great amount of, of things about luxury. So I want to thank you, Ashley, for coming on this episode of this podcast, sharing all of this kind of knowledge about how you define luxury in fashion and beauty, and also, you know, sharing some trends and some go-to things that, you know, that splurge worthy. So, I mean, I really appreciate you be, uh, being here. So I kind of like leave it at the end with my guests of, are there, is there any last note you want to say before we sign off? Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, I love your podcast, so everyone should be listening to it. But um, honestly, beauty and fashion, just be you. Gravitate towards something that you love. Now, I think more than ever, women especially, we are able to, to wear what we want to wear. We are able to be fearless. I mean, look in the mirror every day and tell yourself that you're beautiful and feel beautiful and just let that radiate out. Thank you guys. That's a, a great last tip. So again, thank you so much, Ashley. It, it's been a pleasure. Thank you.